Hey everyone, this is Brian and Chris at Cap City Outfitters. Welcome to episode 6 of the podcast. We're going to pick up with the pistol drills um, that we kind of did the first part on during the last podcast. Um, during that last podcast, we talked about Blazex and Druid Fire from T-Max Inc., the Frank Garcia dot drills, um, the fast test, and the reverse fast test from Todd Green and PistolTraining.com. Um, dot torture from pistoltraining.com, the Mozambique drill, and the five to the third drill from Dave Spaulding. Um, we got a few other drills to talk about today. Um, but if you haven't checked out um, episode five, um, we encourage you to do that. Um, those are some really good drills. And we also kind of got into how we selected the drills um, that we did and sort of what our metrics are, you know, for looking for. Um, pistol shooting drills that just help you become a more efficient um, shooter. Very good, very good. So today we want to start off with the hack headshot standards. Is that sure. cool? Yeah. Okay. So I'll let you describe the hack headshot standards because I've not done that as much as you have. Okay, the Hackathon headshot standards are a drill um, developed by Ken Hackathorn. Um, they involve three USPSA or IDPA style um, backer targets set up at, I think for a pistol it's five yards, the targets are three yards apart. Uh, ideally they're at slightly different vertical spacing. Um, and the idea is from the draw, um, you have three seconds to put one round into each head box. Um, you get the entire head box for the as far as an accuracy component of the drill goes, um, we shoot this three times each run. Um, the first time you run left to right all the way across. Um, the second time you run right to left. And the third time um, start in the center. Um, you know, work it just a draw stroke, non-concealed, um, until you're confident you can pull off you know, all three of those shots in under three seconds clean. Um, from there, go to concealed. And then, you know, when you're really moving, um, you should be able to do the same thing. Um, concealed, starting, facing um, up, or facing up range. Yeah. Um, so you have to do a turn um, while you're drawing. Um, this is one of those drills where it isn't so much being super fast on the trigger is important. It's all of the other movements become important in learning to see what you need to see with the sights to get an acceptable sight picture to get the shot off and then move on to the next shot. Um, learning how to call your shots yeah. becomes yeah. very important with this drill as well. Yeah, definitely. The, the turn aspect, starting facing up range, the first time I did this, I remember doing it with you and thinking, holy crap, and then basically turning around and probably getting two out of three the first time ever from facing up range in three seconds. Um, definitely a target to target transition drill from that respect. Um, you know, your draw strokes gotta be clean and smooth um, and, and fast. Um, I know that's a bad word. Um, but your target to target transitions I think are just as important as anything else and your visual acuity of getting, you know, if you've got that shot broken and you know it went where it was supposed to, calling your shot, your eyes need to be on the next target before the sights to get there. Um, but yeah, really, really good drill to push yourself with. And also kind of fun because it's a lot of repetitions. And if you drop one, you know, you've got a few more times to run through it and, and maybe mentally make it up a little bit. So 
Good yeah. stuff. And from a training efficiency standpoint, it's a relatively low round count drill. Yep. Um, so you can afford to do it multiple times. Uh, we're getting one draw stroke for every three shots, which is a pretty good yeah. number of draw strokes. Uh, another important thing is to to make sure you finish the shot you're taking before you go on to the next one. <laughs> oh, this is probably the easiest way to miss the the first or the second shot is to be shooting the, the second shot before you finish the first one. Yes. Cool. Uh, going from there, uh, we're going to go to the El Presidente drill. I'll let Chris run through this one. Sure. So the El Pres um, has a, a long history. Um, I, I honestly don't know who to attribute the El Pres to. It seems like it's something that I've, I've heard rumor uh, or legend that it came out of executive protection work. Um, as, as a way to work your way through a number of different things, um, movement, draw stroke, multiple targets, uh, as well as like a body armor drill type mentality uh, that was kind of one of those all-in-one drills you could see if somebody was squared away or not right off the bat. Um, it, it's the legend that I've heard. Uh, if, if there's something out there that's different from that, please let us know and correct us. Uh, we like to learn. Uh, the El Prez uh, is supposed to be shot at 10 yards. Targets are supposed to be at standard height, um, all the same height, uh, three yards center to center on target. You start facing uprange, turn, draw, and engage two rounds per target to slide lock, reload two rounds to target to slide lock again. Uh, it's shooter's choice for the order of the drill. It's shooter's choice for the turn direction as well. Um, but it is a, again, it's another one of those drills that like the hack standards that gives you the opportunity to test your ability to move, draw the gun, um, get multiple shots on targets, but transition from target to target quickly, and also throws in a reload. Um, you know, all very important things if you need to know how to run a gun. So um, the, the metrics on this drill, 10 yards is a fair way away. Um, it is an A zone or an Ipsic center zone only hit. I know they'll score them with points down. We've always just run it, either you made it or you didn't kind of mentality. Um, you know, so that it, it's, it's again another good drill that brings a lot of different skills into one opportunity to test them to see, you know, how well you're putting things together and how well you're doing each individual thing, um, independent of the other skills necessary. Um, and it's one of those things that's been around for a long time. It's a good standard. Um, a, a lot of folks can say, oh, yeah, I can run an El Prez in. Um, I'm embarrassed to say what my really fast El Prez times are because they're not. Um, but it's, it's a good time. It's a good drill that brings a lot of stuff together. Yeah, I would say doing the multiple, the pairs and doing, shooting three pairs, doing a reload where you have to break your grip, and then three pairs again really force you to focus on your grip. Yeah. Because if the, your grip of the pistol isn't good, um, those the second and the third pair are going to be kind of sloppy. Yeah. Um, and like I said, really, really good drill. And it's one of the, I think the metric is generally you're considered a solid shooter if you can run an El Prez in under 10 seconds. There are guys out there that can do it in, in six and seven that I know personally. I mean, that, that aren't professional at arms kind of guys um, or, or, or even serious competitors. Um, I've been under 10, I, I can get under 10 pretty consistently in this drill, but there's dudes that can just smoke this and it's, it's, it's fun. Hmm. Uh, Chris, you want to talk about the three, two, one drill? For yeah. Pistol training. So pistoltraining.com. This is another one of those, um, drills that you're going to need to go to pistoltraining.com. You're going to need to print out the target. 
Um, I, I, I do believe that Brian had mentioned on the fast drill that you should print it out on eight and a half by 14 paper, uh, that that's what the, it's sized for to be sized appropriately. Um, I, I'm gonna butcher the sizing of these, of the, the parts of the target because there's basically a box on the target. There's a, a large box on the target. There's a very small one inch by one inch square on the target and then about a two inch circle. Um, and basically what you're doing is you're coming out of the holster and you're engaging three shots to the large box, two shots to the circle, and one shot to the square. Hence the three, two, one. Um, I, I honestly don't know what the metrics are for this because I don't know that I've ever done it right once in my entire life. And ironically enough, it's never the little one inch square that I drop the shot on. It's always the circle that I get in a rush trying to make up time or, or trying to give myself more time for that little box. Um, but it, it's, a, it's kind of a, a mentality of changing gears, that balance of speed and accuracy going from a larger target to a smaller target. Um, the visual acuity of finding the targets isn't a big deal because they're all on one sheet of paper. Uh, but the idea of being able to burn four quickly into a large or three quickly into a large target and then transition to a smaller and then yet an even smaller and take just the time necessary to make the hit um, is, is a nice drill to get you to be able to switch from one gear to another. So. Yeah, and one of the, the things when we start talking about, you know, how much time does it take to switch gears or to slow down to refine the sight picture for those smaller targets, it may only be, you know, a tenth of a second yeah. or five hundredths of a second, which can feel like it's taking, you know, 30 seconds or something. Um, but that, taking just that time that's needed to get the, the more refined sight picture becomes really important when you're trying to put a round into that one inch by one inch box. Uh, we also start to see where, you know, having the correct um, offset becomes important. Um, a lot of times we don't really think about offset with a pistol, yeah. but depending on the <clears throat> distance and the size of the target, um, offset is definitely something to be aware of. Probably something more to be aware of if you're running a red dot on your pistol. Very good. Um, next drill to talk about is the extending the short sword drill. Um, this is one that we had come up with a couple of years ago. It is inspired by Kyle DeFore's um, hat qual. So for this drill, um, we have a B8 repair center at 25 yards. Um, you have 30 seconds to put 10 rounds into the, the B8 um, repair center. Uh, at 25 yards we're doing this with two hands um, at I think it's 20 yards we're doing it strong hand only and at 15 yards um, we're doing this weak hand only um, there's 300 points possible the idea is to be as close to 300 points as you can do <laughs> this ain't golf um, anything outside of the seven is a no-go um, this drill teaches you, really teaches you a few things. One of them is to know how to take your time when it comes to shooting the pistol. Um, 30 seconds is a lot of time. Um, so it gives you the opportunity to get everything resettled, um, get the, the sights exactly where they need to be, um, really focus on a good trigger squeeze, um, solid reset. It also will teach you things about both the barrel in your gun, um, the barrel to slide lockup and unlocking in your gun, and the quality of your ammunition too. Yeah. 
um, at 25 yards with a pistol, um, you got to put the work together to keep everything in the block. Yeah, this is this is definitely one of those drills where you can start to gauge your equipment if you're a good enough shooter. Um, you can start to see things maybe not fall apart with you so much as the system. Um, I, I definitely noticed that if I'm running and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a brand under the bus here. If I'm running like PMC nine, like cheap nine millimeter or or Tula steel case nine, this is a lot harder than if I'm running like Top Shot or or quite honestly Federal HST. Um, the one time we ran this, I ran the 25 yards with HST, and I was actually really happy with where I ended up shooting because I think I had a better grouping with HST than I did with the practice ammo I was using. So at 25 versus the other distances. Um, the other thing is this will also kind of wake you up to the reality that you see some, some guys will actually shoot really well left hand only even though they maybe don't practice that nearly as much as they should because you're really focusing on what you're doing because you're uncomfortable. Um, bring that same focus back to two hands at 25. Uh, it, it, it does neat things for you. So, um, But definitely a drill that will open, you, open your eyes up. Um, if, you, if you think you're a good shooter, go do this. You may change your mind. You may decide you need to practice more. Yeah, and with the, the strong hand only, uh, I would say it's important to approach this just like you do the weak hand only drill. A lot of times it's tempting to think that you can shoot strong hand only as quickly as you can with two hands. Yeah. And that's generally not quite the case. I can't. Not even, matter of fact, I probably shoot strong hand only worse than I shoot weak hand only. Maybe not from a speed perspective, but definitely from an accuracy perspective. So, and if the accuracy is not there, the speed doesn't matter. So, yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, do you want to talk about the I do, I do. center retention yeah, drill? Yeah, the last thing I want to throw. Drill. Yeah, the, this, so the, the last drill I want to throw out there, and, and I, I don't know, there's probably an official name out there somewhere for this. Um, this comes from uh, one of our good friends that we train with quite a bit, um, and, and he won't tell you that he runs the training day. He'll tell you that it's your training day. He's just there to, to help, you know, um, guide whatever it is the group wants to do. Uh, but Brian is a, a local law enforcement officer. He's an exceptionally talented shooter. He's also one hell of an instructor. Um, this is one of the drills that he brings out on occasion that is basically you start off literally either with your hand on the shoulder of a target or with your forehead at contact distance on a target, uh, on a cardboard target, and you're drawing from retention safely, uh, hands out of the way. So uh, you're drawing from retention, bringing that to the high pectoral index with the gun rocked out 30 degrees, and you're engaging that contact target with a few shots those shots will end up generally in the pelvic region unless you are very, very tall or the target is very, very short. Um, but it's, it's, it's a drill that's not so much about shooting skill for the beginning for this contact part as it is to get used to what it looks like to shooting up close when you're wrapped up with something um, and experience the, some of the concussive influence of the gun that it has on you and your apparel, your eye pro, your ear pro, and different things of this nature, and maybe fillings if you have those. Um, so you start off with your head literally against the target. You're keeping your weak hand or your other strong hand out of the way, whether that's center line grabbing your shirt at your chest or whether that's protecting your head uh, with some type of a blow or spear effect going on with your elbow in front of you. Uh, you're drawing, engaging that gun with that good pectoral index, uh, getting the gun rocked over so you're not having any malfunctions, and engaging the target with two, three, four rounds, whatever works for you. And then you're going to immediately rotate to a target that is either to your right or left um, 90 degrees that's about two arms length away. So not far. it's not far enough out there that you want to extend the gun. So you're basically coming to that center retention position where you're bringing both hands to the gun and kind of operating as a turret, bringing the gun to center line. 
um, you know, basically from a number three position and you're dropping a few rounds into that target and looking where that index takes you. Again, not necessarily an accuracy type mentality, but a consistency type mentality. Are you gripping the gun properly? Do you have good body mechanics and where you're placing the gun? Um, do you have maybe your forearms locked in against your chest, but your hands off your chest far enough the gun will cycle, that kind of thing. But it gives you that practice at that very close quarters type engagement um, to get rounds on the target and see where body index takes you to see if you need to make adjustments to body index. And then you change gears one more time and you'll engage a target or two or three. Uh, maybe it's some further distance, whether that's 15 feet, 30 feet, whatever, um, and, and engage with a few rounds there effectively. And it's really interesting to watch folks who, you know, you get, you want to go fast. Um, and, you know, from retention, once you've done it with some repetitions, you can make those shots pretty quickly but then slowing down to make that long shot. Everybody's juiced up from the concussion. Um, everybody's juiced up from seeing a couple nice close hits, and then they want to go fast at the longer targets and, and tend to do silly things. And the idea of this is to kind of bring it all together. Bad guys run in packs, take care of the one closest to you, and then deal with whatever's next. So um, I don't know of any speed metrics or time metrics for this drill, but you want to be shooting, except for the contact target, you want to be shooting A zones are pretty daggone close. Um, and again, this is more of an experiential drill than it is necessarily a metrics drill. So, uh, anything else you want to throw out there? I'll just throw out one of the things I, I learned from Mike Benone a few years ago was that we gross index, especially a pistol with our hips. Yes. So if you can get your hips squared up and pointed at the target, um, generally your body is going to do everything it can to keep everything else aligned with the target. Um, and this really helps when we're shooting either from the two position of the draw stroke, which would be one-handed retention, or shooting you know, from the three like Chris mentioned, so two hands, um, center retention, um, you know, out to probably five yards. Yeah. We're gonna see, you know, especially with two hands, um, we're probably seeing A zone hits as long as you're squared away yeah. with yeah. the target. Well, and as long as you've got good mechanical index on the gun, if you've got a consistent grip, consistent hand placement on the gun, um, yeah, yeah, things tend to index really well and almost happen on their own. So, very good. Yeah. Um, again, you can find most of the targets and a whole lot of other drills we haven't gotten to over at pistoltraining.com. Uh, we'll try to get links to this in the show notes. Uh, yeah, get out and train. Um, Maybe try chain, changing things up um, so you're not just going to the range and punching holes in paper. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you next time.